You're listening to episode number 463 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas, including 27 episodes of Vintage Vegas, 43 anti-ups, and 79 Vegas cocktails and lots more with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. Who's the casino? Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? want to gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. I am having the best week ever. Yes, your Twitter has been, uh, well, and, and listeners, just so you know, she will text me privately <laughs> pictures of her food and be like, so guess what I'm eating right now? I, it's so funny. So yeah, the, so the, the first night and this isn't, okay, what I'm going to get into is we talked about before all of the big chefs, the celebrity chefs are in town because F1 is here, right? So they're doing different things. But on Wednesday, I went out to dinner with my bestie and her hubby and we went to Lotus of Siam. And they had never had the Tom Ka soup. And I was like, oh, we have to get this. And as soon as it came out, I'm like, all right, I know it's late in Michigan, <laughs> but I got to send this to Tony. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so there was that. And then yesterday, uh, which was the second day of my awesome week, uh, I had dinner at Morimoto's restaurant because, again, I assumed he was going to be there. And he was. And uh, I, I just ended up, I made a reservation, but I ended up just sitting at the bar, which is so much better. And quite, it was funny when I, the first time I met Morimoto was when he did a pop-up ramen there at his restaurant pre-pandemic, right? The bartender that I had pre-pandemic was the same bartender that was there this time. That's awesome. Um, Jonathan, yeah, he was great. He's amazing. And, you know, this time... Chef Morimoto was in his element. He was stopping at all the tables. He was talking. So literally, we're sitting at the bar, and I, I, you know, randomly talking to this guy that sat not right next to me, but the next stool over. So there's an empty stool in the middle. And all of a sudden, this person comes up behind us and says, is this seat taken? That was Morimoto. So... Got my, oh my picture, gosh. yeah. I got my picture taken with him again. Was did not fangirl out like I did the last time. I was still super excited. So, so that was the second of my epic. And in that one, I sent you a picture of the um, the pork rice that they cook in that hot stone bowl that we had. I think one of the times that we went there. You don't remember? I don't remember. No. <sighs> don't tell me you were I, too I'll, intoxicated. I do remember because no, I know you and Jen got it. Oh, yes. sorry. Uh, you- uh, right. Uh, yeah, no, I don't remember. The only thing I remember was you um, letting me try some of your very expensive something. Oh, the, the Toro Tatar. Yeah, the one that came out in the flat little tray. 
I think so. Yeah. What were the little ball? They were, they were, I thought they were little white balls or something. There were no. They were little crunchy, crunchy. It, so the tartar comes out on this flat square, maybe I don't know, five inches by two inches or three inches or something, and then underneath it they have like all the accoutrements. So like lined up in a row, they had seaweed and wasabi and sour cream and I, I forget, but like five different things. One of those were these like little rice balls that added like the crunchy texture to it. So yeah, I did let you try that. Yeah. Well, yeah. now I'm disappointed that you didn't remember that because I know you, sorry, sorry, you and yeah. you and the missus like woof that down like in a heartbeat. Right. right. No, so. you're the, the food looked just stellar. Yeah. Absolutely stellar. And so then, I, I was I was definitely jealous. So then today was the piece of resistance. This was the one that I was super excited for. And I have to say there was some drama to this. So this was the Jose Andreas lunch where then they were doing a live version of his podcast. And my friend, initially, you know, I bought the tickets and I didn't know who was going. A really good friend of mine here in town who's a, a trained chef was going to go. She texted me yesterday morning and said, I am sicker than it, it, it Hades, whatever. Like, she was just miserable. She's like, there's no way I can go tomorrow. And I'm like, fuck. All right, I got to yeah. find something. So a little bit of a scramble found an amazing person um it, it, she's a really good friend of ours uh her husband listens to the show um i don't know that i want to call her out because i don't know if she wants to know but um sure, sure you know she she agreed to go so she actually lives right around the corner from my work so she met, met me at my office um we drove down a little bit of a cluster uh because I tried to go up Las Vegas Boulevard and then turn left into Cosmo yeah you can't mm-hmm. do that um because that's part of the F1 track. So it, go up to the next light, make a U-turn, turn back. We got there, no problem. Uh, so long story short, the Jose Andreas luncheon was jam-packed. Like the line to get in was crazy. And the way it was set up was, okay, so Tony, you've seen the space, right? So you have the, like the hostess desk and you walk in, there's kind of like that bar area. And then what, you go- I'm to, sorry, what space? Haleo. Oh, oh, Haleo. Yes, got it. Got Sorry. It. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and then you kind of go up the, a couple little steps and you've got like the main dining area mm-hmm. that has mm-hmm. on the left side like couches and then on the right side were all tables. Well, the right side was where they had a, a stage set up with two chairs and microphones and then they had replaced the tables with like rows of seating. So that was where you went to listen to the podcast. But before then, it was a past dinner. So and it was like the greatest hits of Haleo. So they had the endive salad, they had the chicken croquettes, they had um, the glass bread with tomato and manchego and Iberico ham on it, uh, and then they had paella that was coming out. And it was funny because the paella was like a mad dash because they make a big pan, and it only so many come out at a time. And so literally yeah. there was a line. But anyway, the food was amazing. Um, they had you know two different kinds of wine. They had beer. Of course, they had the ultimate gin and tonics. Um, and I, going into this, um, I because I bought the World Central Kitchen cookbook, right? So I brought mm-hmm. it with me, um, hoping I could get it autographed. Absolutely. And, yeah, my, yeah. and my friend that came, she had his original cookbook, The Tapas in America, that she's been using for 15, 20 years, whatever it is. So we had like the old school and the new school, and we're both like, yeah, we're going to get signed. And, and so with this setup, I wasn't really sure how it was going to work. So I went up and I asked the hostess, I'm like, is there, because they gave you a schedule that said, you know, from one to two is kind of the, 
cocktail reception eating sort of thing. And then 2 to 2.45 was the podcast with a 15-minute Q&A. And nothing after that. So I asked her, I'm like, is there going to be time for us to get pictures, you know, autographs? And she's like, no, I'm sorry. They didn't build that into this. I'm like, damn it. Okay. All right. Well, whatever. So the food was amazing. The podcast was fascinating. So the guy, and this is very timely. If people are wondering why is she talking about food? Ah, I have a tie-in. The guest that he had on the podcast was the father of the F1 driver that hit the manhole cover uh, last night. Okay. So I don't know if you paid attention to I that. S- I saw Timely. something about it needed to be welded down or, or something. Yeah, it's basically, and it was nobody's fault. Like these cars create so much centrifugal force, it's not whatever the force is to the ground that it mm-hmm, literally mm-hmm. just sucked the, and it wasn't a whole manhole cover. It was like a little pipe valve cover, whatever it was. But his son was the driver of that car. And, and so it was fascinating to, and he's also a Spaniard, so he and Jose were going back and forth, and sometimes um, Carlos Sr. didn't know how to say something in English, so he'd say it to Carlo, or to Chef Andreas in, in Spanish, and they'd translate it back and whatever else. So it is all Vegas-related. Uh, but it was fascinating. It was a great time. It was just fun to watch, you know, the chef and, and a really good friend of his just kind of interact and have fun. So we get done, and everybody's kind of leaving, and I don't know if you remember the restaurant, but there's kind of that side door that'll take you right out onto the um, the floor kind of towards the restrooms. Okay. So when they were done with the stage, they went out that side door, and we're like, oh, okay, that was fun, whatever. We, we start leaving, we exit the restaurant, and because he went out that side door... Now he's walking back towards the front of the restaurant towards us. And my friend, God bless her, was ready. She Because she had both of our cookbooks in her bag. She whipped those out with a pen. And we're like, <laughs> you know, chef, do you have just a second? Can you do it? He, you know, ushered his friend off. He stopped, autographed both of our books. Aww, and I'm just like, yes. So... To Alistair, because he'll think about this. I didn't get a better picture of him when he was smiling, but I got his autograph. So I am like super. It was just like, and it was so last, like random, like it wasn't supposed to happen. And just because he was kind of walking out and we're like, you know, do you have a second? And I think it helped that I had his newest cookbook for World Center Kitchen and she had his original. And we kind of like slid him on the table at the same time. And he was like, yep, okay, signed him. Awesome. That's amazing. So. Very cool, Karen. What a great story. That's that that that's just sound, sounds absolutely amazing. You are finding the silver lining to the whole <laughs> F1 thing that's going on, right? Like, good for you. That's, and we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that in, in a minute. But yeah, I just had to share. Like, that was my happy day today. I'm just for good glowing. I'm, I'm so happy. I'm just giddy. It's been such a good week. I'm just life is good. Congrats. That is awesome. Life is good. <laughs> All right, well, listen, I think we should start the show. He's Mark, she's Karen, I'm Tony, and as always, we stand in Vegas. The Westward Ho was advertised as, quote, the world's largest motel. It had 777 rooms and closed in 2005. When demolished, they had to take down 27 total buildings. We got that from at loss underscore when. Yikes. I, I, I wish I would have seen it. Buildings. I wish I could have seen it. How, we were there. We could have. I mean, in 2004, the first time. What property was it 
Westward Ho, it was down by Circus Circus. Okay. It was before Circus Circus. Okay. Um, all right. So I, I was trying to get We didn't a, make it that far. We only made it down to TI. Oh, yeah. No, I was done because you uh, you gave me blisters from that walk from Luxor. I, I didn't give you blisters. Your choice of uh, athletic apparel is what got you blisters. I did not realize I... you were going to take me hiking. Um, the very first time I ever took the wife to Las Vegas, I said we were going to uh, maybe go down and, and check out the uh, uh, aquarium at Mandalay Bay. This is such a great story. Such a great story. Where were you staying? And, uh, um, oh, come I on. I am going to guess Bally's probably. Okay. okay. Probably. Uh, it was certainly center street. Not too bad. So, so we walk all the way down there and we get to Mandalay Bay and we walk all the way to, and, and, and I should back up. I, I told her before we came out to Vegas, make sure the shoes that you bring are really good, comfortable walking shoes. And then when I, said, hey, I think we're going to go walk down to Mandalay Bay today. Make sure you're wearing the most comfortable shoes you've got. <laughs> and we get down to the um, aquarium and I'm like, oh yeah, there it is. Nah, I don't really want to go do it. Let's head back. And, and we go back and she's just... Now, she'll say she was not complaining at all. I'll tell you, she was complaining about her feet hurting. <laughs> <laughs> and so to hear this story, I'm like, this is amazing just how, how truly um, the same couple oh, yeah. the four of us are. <laughs> yep, absolutely. <laughs> Um, sorry, oh, Mark, give random us the, fact. Oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah, I, I, sorry. I didn't, I for, totally forgot where we were in the conversation. I'm like, wait, what's next? I'm sorry. Continue. Oh, sorry. All right. So uh, give us the uh, twit pick of the week. What else can you say but wow? Here's hoping Vegas properties will take notice that you can do so much more with LED signage than just running commercials. If the sphere hadn't already endeared itself in the hearts of locals, it did with this display showcased during F1 practice. Shared by at Carrie Billicky. Featured featuring elements of the Flamingo, Classic Sahara, the Googie Stars from the Stardust Glory Days, and a lot more all represented on this global display of Vegasy goodness. Salute to much more of this. I have thoughts, Tony, but you go ahead. Yeah. I'll then I'll be brief. It, it's super cool. It's super cool. You know, as you look at the different things, you can pick out little bits and pieces of, oh, there's there's the plumage from the flamingo up at the top there, the camels from Sahara, there's the, the stars from the stardust. It's, it's, it, it is neat. It's super cool. So what's funny is this morning I saw, I didn't see this picture. I saw a video of this posted on Twitter, and this image builds. Oh, yeah. So it, it starts... Um, it, it, with a light outline of the Las Vegas sign, and then it just it kind of keeps adding elements. And I I didn't say anything to Mark, and I I, I almost wanted to like hey twit pick of the week or whatever, but it wasn't. It was a again a video. But as soon as I opened the show notes and I saw you know Wow and Sphere, I'm like you saw it. <laughs> it works. That's what it is. Yeah, it, it's amazing. The the Sphere has done a lot of really cool things. The big old creepy eyes, the totally bright colors to me is a little harsh. This is fantastic. It, it just it's and it's Vegas. And all done with LEDs. Yep. All right. Well, as always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature on all of our social media outlets such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, and Twitter. Let's get into the news.
brought to you by stripwalking.com. For the ultimate customizable POV walking experience in Vegas, check out stripwalking.com. The book, Like an Onion, The Vegas Skim, is the most succinct telling of the mob's time in Vegas that we've ever read. It cuts through all the myths and gives you the details of organized crime's time in the city. It specifically focuses on how the mob stole money before it was reported as earnings to the IRS and how it worked until it didn't anymore. Learn how the mob controlled the entire operation with a single point man whose job it was to make sure that the skim ran as smoothly as possible. This masterpiece is a quick read and very much worth every moment you put into it. Like an Onion, The Vegas Skim is available now on Amazon.com. All right, first up, we've got an F-U-F-1. <laughs> Looking for specifics on why Vegas residents and lovers of the city are constantly complaining about F-1, this week, after it was initially projected to take two weeks to tear down F-1 stuff, it was announced that it could take up to six to eight weeks. Talks of some, uh, talks of some items, like the temporary bridge over Koval, staying up all year round, or possibly replacing it with a new permanent structure, has been revealed. No, no. The grandstands by the half-a-billion-dollar paddock building are also probably not coming down. Probably, I'm going to call that one. I'll call that. Which makes sense. I mean, what, what else are they... There's nothing else they use that land for, so they built them, just leave them there. Right, right. Cited as distractions, Mercedes F1 team is banning its drivers from casinos. Mm-hmm. As a reminder, the Las Vegas Grand Prix is the most expensive race in the series this year. It was, built, it was also built from scratch. Future races should have truncated install and teardown timeframes. After next year's race, we should actually have the ability to make more educated claims about whether or not this is good for Vegas. Spoiler alert, it's here to stay, and I've got about a half a billion reasons why. <laughs> F1 ownership apologized for the nine-month disruption. The process of bringing this race to the life has been to its locals. A near disaster was averted during practice uh, round one when a manhole cover failure caused damage to an F1 vehicle. It caused the practice round to be suspended while the issue was addressed. Manhole cover issues isn't something new to F1, especially in, especially when the race is on a public street. The vehicles get their speed from the high levels of downforce that generate, or they generate, which is strong enough to rip manhole covers out of the road. Hence what happened. Mm-hmm. While it did cause a two-and-a-half-hour delay, the issue was addressed, and practice session two resumed without issue. Somebody was bitching about them not getting their money back. I'm like, this is, <laughs> this is auto racing. Like, you get fucked over by the, the uh, elements all the time. Karen yeah. and I have gone to drag races where it's like, oh, it's rained out. Sorry. Nope. No, no, no. No refund on no your refunds. tickets. Just can't. Just you you, you were back. made aware that anything could happen, and you'd have to, you know, saddle this cause. Yeah. And, and I will say, so I... You know, yesterday evening at like five o'clock, I drove to the MGM Grand and had no problems getting there whatsoever. Today, like I I mentioned, getting to Cosmo even middle of the day, if I would have gone the back route on Harmon, it would have been fine and no problem. But because I came up Las Vegas Boulevard and it, okay, it took an extra couple minutes. It wasn't that big a deal. But those two properties, and even the bartender, um, one of my regular bartenders was at Cos- or at Haleo today doing the event, and he said it takes him no extra time to get to work at all. Nice. Now, those properties are either south of the racetrack or have a, like, they back to it, right? So there's another way that you can get in. I, can't, I still can't imagine what it's like for the 
properties, mostly Caesars, that are trapped within the racetrack. Like, that to me just seems like a whole other crazy mess. But I will say there are some benefits to this race as a local. Number one being all the big chefs are in town, and most of them are doing something special, which is fun. Um, Shoot, I had a second one. (laughs) Well, that's the one I really care about. So It's just, it, it wasn't that bad. I mean, depending on where you're going in the strip, it's not that bad. Yeah. Like if you were to go up to Circus Circus, you'd have no problem, right? Not, I don't know why you'd want to go there, but as an example. <laughs> Resorts World, right? better Resorts example. World, there you go. There's a better example. Um, the, the downside is what we're hearing, like downtown Las Vegas, some of the lowest occupancy rates ever. They chased everybody out. They did. I mean, we said it a thousand times. They were going to chase everybody out because... All they were doing was catering to their super rich, and now the problem is they don't have anybody there. Yeah. Well, and they scared everybody off with this whole talk about don't go to Vegas, it travel sucks, you can't get around. You have no problem getting to downtown. That's well, and everybody, I mean, let's be honest, most podcasters and bloggers and vloggers are all bitching about this to no end, and I'm just sick of the complaining about it. Listen, we're going to learn, we're going to figure out if this yeah. is a good thing for Vegas or not. But it's going to come back. Yeah, Anyone that, back. that's asking for a one and done. That's not going to happen. That was a pipe dream. They are probably going to try to renegotiate the dates because, again... Yeah, for the cooler temperatures. The, the F1 people didn't realize it gets cold in the desert, especially <laughs> overnight in November. Uh, so it looks it, it looks like they're going to try to negotiate pushing it up into October, which should be a little bit warmer. Um, and not as close to Thanksgiving holiday, which I think is a good thing, too. So it's, it's going to be here. They'll, they'll figure it out. There's going to be... And everyone was talking about the fact that this manhole cover thing, whatever happened. Again, you know, the first practice wants round. To freak out about it. Like, it if happens. this shit happens, it's as common in this you know, sport. And they dealt with it and they addressed it, and the drivers still got to do their practice runs, which they need to do. Right. Oh, the one other shitty thing I have to bring out, and I don't, I don't know anything about Formula One racing, but again, listening to the driver's dad. I've tried watching a couple of the uh, F1 uh, series on Netflix. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not bad. So. Here's the thing. Apparently, in, in F1 racing, you are allowed two batteries the entire season. Well, the driver, uh, Carlos Sanz, Sanz, I don't know how you say it, uh, that you know lifted up the manhole cover, it ripped the entire underbody of the chassis. Those vehicles are fragile as shit, too, to be yeah. fair. Those and things, he, they get in minor accidents, and the whole fucking thing just falls apart. His dad said he... Uh, like his his lower back was hurting him a little bit, his neck was a little sore, but he's okay. But it destroyed his battery. Now he was already on his second battery of the season, which means when they race, he has a ten seed penalty when he starts the race. Huh. So even if he qualifies number one, he's seated back to number ten, which to me is just asinine. But. I felt bad for the guy. So I wanted to bring sure. Those are the sure. rules. Unfortunately, he got a... Uh, but got, this was completely outside of his control. A manhole cover, like, sucked up and ripped apart the car. It happens. It's all well, part it of does. The <laughs> Tony's like, can we can we talk about something else, please? <laughs> I, I Only because I really am interested in this next story, which is the downtown ban. Las Vegas City Council unanimously approved an ordinance that allows for the banning of individuals from Fremont Street and the surrounding area downtown, as well as the area surrounding Stratosphere, for up to a year if uh, for repeated those with repeated misdemeanors. 
A systematic review conducted a few years ago revealed that 10% of all chronic offenders account for 60% of all crimes in Vegas. Banning will be used uh, to address these offenders instead of taking them to jail. A similar ordinance has been in effect on the Strip since August of 2023 and is described as, quote, a great success. The program has its dissenters claiming the policy doesn't address the problem, only moves it away from the tourist corridor. That, that sounds like problem solved to me. <laughs> but some going as far as calling it unconstitutional, specifically violating the First and Fourteenth Amendments. Mayor Goodman said the ordinance is a, quote, critical first step to protect everybody, including law enforcement. I'm totally behind this. People That's whine about, like, what do you, you're not addressing the problem. Like, on, we don't have enough money to address the problem. So th- this is what we're going to do with the money we got. Absolutely. You know, I, I, we talked about it on the podcast briefly before, Mark, but you know what? You and I were walking um, during the last Vegas vacation, you and I were walking before some of the festivities were starting, and it was relatively early in the day when you and I were walking, and there was some guy that was standing in the middle of the, of, of, of um, Las Vegas Boulevard. Way too common. Just screaming at the police officers. Now, he was clearly, he, he was having, you know, a, a mental health episode. Yeah. But, but the comment that I made to you was, that right there, that's the stuff that scares me. Yeah. I'm not necessarily afraid that I'm going to be mugged or shot or stabbed or whatever on the, on the, on the strip, per se, or on the downtown, per se. It's this these individuals who are having mental health crises either because it's you know drug induced alcohol induced whatever the case might be um and i hate to say this but you get one or two stories about tourists being injured by these individuals who are having mental health crises oh yeah um, and you're gonna you're gonna do you know undo the 15 years of progress that the fremont street has uh accumulated or achieved achieved um yeah. and, and that's I, I get it. I get it. You're, you're, are you slapping a, 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 a Band-Aid on a broken arm? Probably. Um, well, but the, this, the, the bigger solution is so much bigger and, and will take much more than a legislative decision to or a council decision to fix it. So, you know, you need to protect the businesses that are there while you're trying to work out other and solutions. And the customers. I mean, we, we've well, seen far more aggressive people oh, on Fremont shit. Street and on the Strip. You know, like, this shit's getting out of hand. We got to figure out you. what we need to do to squash this. I saw a woman being taken out of Cosmo in handcuffs. Nice. Um, and she was... Uh, she in on in heels or in bare feet? Oh, no, she she was in heels. Uh, oh, damn. She, I'm I was pretty, she kicked the heels. No, I'm pretty <laughs> sure she was a working girl. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah, I mean, she she was dressed appropriately for that 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 role. <laughs> for that profession. Um, yeah, it was just really as we were walking into Cosmo, there were like four security guards, and you know they've got her hands behind her back, and she's just she letting them have it. Of course. <laughs> it's like, ooh, okay. Well, don't see that every day. But then you're also like, well, it's Vegas, so it's going to happen. Right. But yeah, yeah I've Sorry. I've talked about just hanging out at a. Uh, uh, on the strip at, at uh, what is it, the rematch bar at Link, mm-hmm. watching somebody, you know, literally just berating people as they're walking by. I'm like, this shit's got to stop, man. This is getting, this is this is how people stop coming to Vegas, you know, when it becomes dangerous. All right, well, that's it for news. Let's roll into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. Prop Bets is brought to you by Vegas Near Me. If it's fun to do or see, it's on Vegas Near Me, and it's available free on both your Android and iPhones. What makes Vegas Near Me so special? 
It's the most complete and accurate source for fun things to do and see in and around Las Vegas, organized with over 17,000 businesses, organized in a unique visual category system with over 300 categories, far more complete and accurate than Google, Yelp, or in many cases, the business's own websites. It has over 55,000 time-stamped and curated YouTube and podcast links so you can listen to and watch real-life experiences to learn about and choose fun things to do and see. Lastly, detailed place maps of all major Las Vegas resorts and other large places like shopping entertainment centers to show both the location of the business you're looking for and your location if you're nearby. In addition, the locations of nearby restrooms, parking, Taxi, valet, and ride-sharing pickup areas can also be displayed. Vegas Near Me is now available as a free app on both the Apple Apps and Google Play stores. If it's fun to do or see, it's on Vegas Near Me. The lineup for When We Were Young 2024 was announced with a new twist. Bands will be performing their entire album. Sorry, bands will be performing their biggest albums in their entirety. <laughs> Some of the names that we'll be performing include My Chemical Romance, Fall Out Boy, Jimmy Eat World, and more. The concert will be held Saturday, October 19th, 2024, and tickets start at $325. We contemplated this. For a second. Because of the because of the, the full album. I love when bands perform their albums in their entirety, but they don't have the, the name that would be like, I have to go for that one. They've well, got a lot that I'm like, that'd be cool, that'd be cool, that'd be cool, but nothing, I'm like, oh, fuck, we gotta go check this out. Well, and I love that you mentioned three bands, and they're, like, literally the only three that you really wanted to go see. I mean, there's a couple others in there, too, but... Um, well, remember, I, I the stuff that I try to report, like, I have to know these people, so there's a lot of other <laughs> bands in there, I'm like, I don't, I don't know those bands. Yeah, I'm, I'm done on on uh, festivals. I, I'm, I'm too old for that shit, unless I literally have a, a VIP box with shade and food and air conditioning. See, I'll invest in that if the right lineup's there. Mm. That, this is I not guess it. My, only, no. my problem with this sort of um, idea, though, is if you assume that, a, that a, a band's album, any given album, is probably 45 minutes to an hour mm-hmm. worth of music, you've got... I mean, now, granted, at $325, you're certainly going to get your money's worth, but just My Chemical Romance Fall Out Boy and Jimmy World would be on the low end... Uh, 45 minutes, hour and a half, two hours and 15 minutes just for these three bands. Right. It's an all-day festival, Tony. Yeah, it's it, it, it's a trip, dude. They've got four stages set up, and when they've got six. like the big marquees uh, up, it's like somebody's over here just finished. Now this, the stage is ready. It. So the, the two main stages, it. they literally yeah. rotate. So once one band is done, they switch to the stage literally right next to it. For the next band, they tear down the one on the right while the band on the left is playing, and then they switch. So literally, normally you go to a concert where you have the opening act, and then there's a break while they're tearing down the equipment. There might be five minutes in between yeah, sets, awesome. and they start up right again, which is, I mean, it's, they have it. We're just not, we're just not general admission people anymore. We're, we're of that age where I need we're a like, seat. I'm, not, I'm not doing that. I'm not standing. I'm old. All right. I have a couple questions on this, but the inaugural All MLB Weekend is coming to Las Vegas December 14th through 17th. It will be hosted at the HyperX Arena in Luxor. Tickets to attend the festivities will run you $509 per person, but includes a hotel stay at an MGM Resorts property. 
So all MLB, my thought was Major League Baseball? It is Major League Baseball. They're doing an award ceremony. They've never done that before. Now it's going to be a whole... Uh, okay. Yeah. NHL's <laughs> been doing it for decades. I wonder if that coming to Vegas has anything to do with the recent vote. Wow, I wouldn't be surprised. This week, friend of the show, at Red318IS, shared how we're supposed to pronounce Fountain Blue for the company's site. It's Fountain Blue. Because <laughs> uh, well, I kept calling it Fountain Blue, or Fountain right. Bleu. <laughs> right. But it, it, apparently they just, like, you know what, we're not even going to try it. Just, just Americanize it. It's Fountain I, Blue. I appreciate them not trying to be so snooty that you have to. <laughs> I, I know, right? Like, Look, that's the line they drew. They're, they're so happy to be getting ready to open. They're like, no, 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 make it easy for you. Fountain Blue. That's it. Right. Super easy. Encore has updated their marquee signage to feature a digital wraparound display, replacing the static signage it previously had. On Wednesday, perhaps realizing they completely alienated locals and lovers, Caesars Entertainment announced that Friday and Saturday, November 17th and 18th, would be 10-time multiplier days. This is the shortest turnaround for announcing a tier credit multiplier that Mark has personally ever seen. I don't pay <laughs> attention. Usually they're announced at least a month in advance. I, 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 as soon as I saw it, I'm like, holy shit, I got to jump on it. And then I looked at the dates. I'm like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I appreciate it. You, you definitely piqued my interest. You know what it is that drives me to, to gamble at your properties. You just pick the two dates that I'm like, go fuck yourself. But realistically, like you could go down super early tomorrow and you would and even just go to Caesars. Like you don't even have to go to ones that we usually like to gamble at and Caesars you can get to that wouldn't be that big of a deal and early in the morning the roads will be back open everything else it'd be fine I hear you uh, I'm concerned not to mention uh, I, 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 I don't know I just don't want to get caught up in that that whole thing I like to move I like to move a lot <laughs> so I want to jump from property to property when I'm doing well this. I think you could there because the pedestrian bridges will be open right so if you park at Caesars you could you know go over the bridges I and like how you're talking me into this <laughs> <laughs> Mark, it's 10 times multiplier. You should totally go, go gamble. I, I like the status. This is kind of fun. It gets, <laughs> us, it gets us some fun stuff. That's you, sir. What? Yeah, I just F1 did. F1 related? I right. just did the multiplier. Yes, F1 related. Special event fees to land at Southern Nevada airports has been reduced from three grand to $750. This after an aviation advocacy group complained to Clark County calling the increase egregious. Like everything else they did with F1, just yeah. jacked <laughs> Right, prices. yeah, they just lost their fucking minds. The LVCVA unanimously approved spending $6.5 million to prepare the 10-acre Riviera site, essentially paving the parcel. New owners of the land, also owners of Mecca Walgreens and Project 63 across the street at City Center, have until 2033 to develop the site. Yeah, I got a gut feeling they're not building a casino. Ten years? Good lord. Yeah, uh, they're, they're going to be a casino going yeah, there. It's going to be another Walgreens. It. Well, they might sell it. You never know. Palms was named in a civil lawsuit regarding not taking any action to save a 16-year-old from sex work back in 2019 when Red Rock still owned it. The suit alleges that the property should have been able to identify this situation based on clues like her age, clothing, failing health, and frequent visits. 
I also believe that's nice. called profiling, which would also get them sued. <laughs> <laughs> I think they, they handled this correctly. I mean, let me just say this. If there was a 16-year-old that was, you know, trafficked into sex work, hearts out to her. Yeah, but Sorry I, that I, happened. I couldn't tell you who was 16. I couldn't, t- I couldn't look at a person and tell you if they how, were 16. How many 16-year-olds have you seen now that look like they're 21? Oh, fair, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, and then how many 21-year-olds do you see that look like they're 16? So how are you supposed to know? Right, yeah. Start. Part of, yeah it'll, it'll be part of the new courtship. You know how you have to ask a woman now if you want to kiss her or do anything like that? It'll, it'll be something similar, like, I need to see your ID, please. Right. <laughs> well, and they talk about her failing health. How do they know what her health is? Uh, yeah, right. I don't. I don't. Yeah, this. All right, I, I will save it for the attorney. But Mr. Lawyer, I think this this lawsuit is bullshit. <laughs> I I don't have much to add. I think that um, it's it's interesting. Um, you know, you do you are certainly responsible for illegal activity that would happen on your on your property. Um, but you're right. This is that's that's interesting. Um, and especially and and, and I'm not. To, to be clear, I am not giving a pass to to Palms or Red Rock, but to a certain degree, that's not one of the things that you're per se on the lookout for when you're working security. You're you know you're looking for really honestly the cheats, right? You're looking for the people who are now. If if there's one thing that they should have gotten, they may get um, in trouble for. It's that one of the things they should be looking out for in addition to the cheats are are there are there minors mm. in in and around the casino, right? Mm. So in this instance. If you've got a 16-year-old that's making her way, I assume it's a, a she, uh, making her way around the casino floor, yeah, that's problematic, and that's something where you know security should have been like, I'm, you can't be in these areas, 16. But but again, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. That's it's um, that's unfortunate though. God, 16 that girls that she's gonna be screwed up for life. Yeah, unfortunately. Triple A is projecting that Las Vegas will be the most visited place by those traveling for Thanksgiving. And expected 55.4 million will travel for the holiday. Is it the most visited? I thought I saw it was going to be the third most visited. I said most. Okay. I stick by that. There you go. <laughs> it says most in the script. That's here. right. It does. It does. That is infallible, the script. And, and there's no link to an outside article, although I, I swear I saw one that said it was the third most, but it's, it's okay. <laughs> Resorts World just signed their millionth member to their Genting Rewards Players Club. To celebrate this moment, they gave the new member a collection of perks, including an upgrade to their Top Players Club tier, a comp three-night stay in a luxury suite with butler service, round-trip airfare for two, and complimentary access to the day and night clubs, as well as spa and show tickets. That's really cool. This is an independent. I mean, when you look at the numbers based on what you know, MGM and Caesars have. I mean, you're like a million. You're like, oh, that's cute. Thanks for joining the team. But, I mean, it's an independent. I mean, good for them. A million? Yeah. At Vegas Confess Pod is reporting that downtown's closed donut bar will be reopened and operated by Carl's Donuts. It will be renamed Donut Hole. That's not very creative. (laughs) Well, so it's a closed donut bar. That's going to be reopened and operated by Carl's Donuts. Yes. And we're going to name it Donut Hole. Yes. That's a lot of donuts. <laughs> Got it. This week, Major League Baseball owners voted unanimously to allow the A's to relocate to Las Vegas. Next step, ownership needs to get funding for their stadium. 
I'm not saying anything. Just move on. <laughs> it's being reported that the Sphere is courting Beyonce to be the next resident headliner at the property. Holy shit. Sources say Beyonce is asking for $10 million to produce the spectacle or the same amount that YouTube. Yeah, I didn't even understand why they reported, like, she wants $10 million. We're like, right, because that's what you two had was $10 million. Right. Clearly, she and, should have and no offense. And she's Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> if you're looking for somebody that's a little bit more now, that would be it. Be if they could get her. Something like her or Rihanna or, like, fucking. Oh, like, no, but Beyonce still, or Taylor Swift. Taylor that's Swift, that's another one. Yeah, but, that's what I mean. Like, if you could get some massive global draw right now to, uh, I mean, because let's be honest. Beyonce can go anywhere and fucking sell out a stadium. Yeah, several times over. Right. That me? That's me. This week, the Cal announced that their Market Street Cafe will be open 24 hours a day. And the healing begins. You know, we begins. were just talking about this last week, yeah. gang, yeah. when we were talking about the... the they the listen, Tony. They listen. Bacon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Love> Influencers. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't use that word. That's a dirty word. I love that. Don't say that. We are not. I will not be. Whether you like it or not, you are. No. Yeah. Not. Vital Vegas is reporting that Venetian has discontinued the discomfort arousing street streetmosphere. Streetmosphere. <laughs> performers, anyway. Uh, it's unclear if the gondola drivers will stop singing. Well, at least outside they're stopping. Right, they've done that, so they keep it inside where it echoes, right. and that's always lovely. Was that me? Yeah. Sorry. I was reading a text message from Phil States. Damn it, Phil, you got me in trouble. I know, what a dickhead. <laughs> he was texting me before we started, and he goes, let me let you go, because I know you're about to record, and I'm like, oh, thanks. So, so he's picked up so the So he just started bothering you. <laughs> that's awesome. This week it was announced that Golden Steer Steakhouse just just off west of I think it's just west yeah. off of Las Vegas Boulevard and Sahara is expanding their footprint for the first time in 50 years infallible alright can I interrupt the show for a second of course so the, the friend that would better me, not be a text from fucking Phil no it's not from <laughs> Phil it is a text though because then I thought well wait a minute did he text me I still don't know if he has and if he didn't I'm going to be pissed off if he texted both of you and not me but um, my my dear friend that we went to, I went to the Jose uh, lunch with. Mm -hmm. She and her hubby I, are back down. It kind of looks like chandelier. I'm not sure where they're at, uh, but he just hit a royal flush. Nice. Like literally. That's his second since, minutes uh, ago. Since coming to Vegas. <laughs> he freaked out the first time. I got a big old hug. <laughs> Congratulations, oh, nice. Ben. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> LasVegasPins.com are Disney-quality enamel pins of vintage Vegas icons. The ever-expanding collection includes this week's featured pin, the MGM Lion. The only thing more impressive than it as a concept is the colossal failure it was, a costly mistake that one finds it hard to understand how they overlook such a detail. For those that don't know, when the MGM Grand we have today opened, it was built as a Wizard of Oz-themed resort. The entrance to the building on the corner of Las Vegas Boulevard and Tropicana was a giant representation of the MGM Lion. What designers of the property somehow overlooked is it's considered bad luck in Asian culture to walk under the head of a lion. So Asian foot traffic was non-existent as none would enter the property from that entrance. So they tore it down and replaced it with the bronze statue that's still there today. However, you can relive this moment in Vegas history with this pin. 
This Las Vegas pin only costs ten dollars, but three sixty Vegas listeners can drop that price another fifteen to twenty percent. Because new listeners can use the promo code three sixty to save one time twenty percent, and returning customers can use three sixty Vegas for fifteen percent off. Just go to LasVegasPins.com or go to our blog, 360VegasPodcast.com, and click on the banner ad for LasVegasPins.com. Oh, is that me? Yeah, it's you. Uh, I like how I say it after I've done it. <laughs> Wait, so Tony did the golden stare, right? Oh, my God. Sorry, I was, looking at, I was looking at my text. Uh, <laughs> at MTM underscore Vegas shared where you can find the new hallway that will take you from Cosmopolitan to Vidara as there is currently no signage with directions to the walkway. It can be found right next to the entrance to Wicked Spoon. Yeah, I wouldn't have found that either. No, I had no idea until mm-hmm. I saw that video. And lastly, I feel like we've already reported on this, but just in case, it was clarified this week that the second Gordon Ramsay Burger restaurant will open in Flamingo in 2024. It will take over the space currently home to the Bird Bar. We uh-huh. did talk about this last week because... Um, uh, Alistair razzed me real good on Twitter. Uh, he There's an actual picture he was able to find off from Google Maps of the entrance to Flamingo. Oh, yes, where it shows where that purple zebra was. Purple zebra yeah. On it. yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, so, I remember so that. there is Alistair. Thank well, you, please. Alistair. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, he keeps us honest. He does. Okay. Right. Right, I love it. But you were absolutely right, Mark. It was exactly where you thought it was when you're coming out of Cromwell and you're walking next door into Flamingo. It is right there. So good. But uh, that's outdoors, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be both. She's going to end up taking over the space that that purple zebra has, as well as expand out. You know, she's right now. I think it's just a bunch of video poker machines. Probably. Uh, That's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to coming attractions. Attractions brought to you by Vegas.com is a portion of the show where we share with you accent artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. First up, Nick Swardson is performing in the Summit Showroom at Venetian Friday and Saturday, December 8th and 9th. Show starts at 8.30 p.m. and tickets start at $42. Is What is Nick? Who? Is he a comedian? He is a comedian, yeah. Okay. Most of these are comedians. I stumbled onto Venetian's uh, lineup, so. You're gonna... never, never heard of him. Have heard of these two. David Spade and Nikki Glazer are performing at the Venetian. Select dates in 2024 starting in May and running through September. Shows start at 8.30 p.m. and tickets start at $47. I don't have anything against David Spade, but I would very much pay. Are they doing a show together? No, no, no. It's just okay. the two of them are headliners. Right. Well, no, that's fine. Yeah, one, yeah. Of, one of those I would like to go see. Yeah, I'd love to go see Nikki Glazer. You know who else we need to go see is Bill Burr. Oh. Well, he, he's playing tonight. Right, right at Cosmo, I believe. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. T-Mobile. Uh, no, Park Theater. Oh, Park um, Theater. Oh, good for him. Yeah, Park Theater. Good for him. Well, that's where we saw him. Right. I, I'm just saying I would see him again. Okay. I think Bill Burr's hilarious. Mike Epps is performing at the Venetian Friday and Saturday, January 13th and 14th, as well as May 3rd and through the 4th, 2024. Show starts at 8.30. Tickets start at $45. Performing at the Venetian for select dates starting January 26th through February 3rd. 
Show starts at 8.30 p.m. and tickets start at $42. Those sticks. I, I think I think you dropped out for a second because yeah. all I heard is performing. Is performing. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yes. Sticks. Okay. Sammy Hagar and Loverboy are performing at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. I'm guessing that's supposed to be Friday, not fur. August 9th. <laughs> Shows start at 7 p.m. and tickets start at an undisclosed amount. Infallible, Karen. There's no way. That's totally <laughs> what So it is, they're performing on fur August 9th? On fur. They're, they're fur. performing fur. Uh, it says it's $84. They went on sale today. Okay. Uh, I'm actually highly interested in this, except that it's in uh, a large arena. Yeah. I don't know if it's something you're interested in. I looked at the set list. Whoa. It's a shit ton of awesome Van Halen with Sammy Hagar. All right. Well, let, let's look at it. We'll discuss. Okay. And lastly, Drew Hill and Genuine are performing at the Virgin Theater Sunday, January 14th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at an undisclosed amount. It just went on sale today. I'll look it up. Go on with that one. All right. <laughs> Don't forget that you can find links to purchase the tickets to these and all the artists that we report on on our coming attraction calendar on the blog. Let's check the river. communal cards you get in a game at Texas Hold'em, the river can have anything turn up. So is our river segment. And this week, we've got some listener feedback. As a matter of fact, we've got two emails here, Karen. One from our buddy uh, Litton. Yes. No N in his name? Litton. No. Okay, just making sure. For some reason, I feel like I've Well, there's, there's an N at the end. Yeah, I thought it was, uh, yeah, Litton. Litton. Yeah, Litton. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it's the first time I've said his name sober, so I, I wonder I don't recognize it. <laughs> well, All right. What did Mr. Adams have to say? So Litton writes, hey, guys, first and foremost, big apologies that I wasn't able to meet up last week. I'm trying to pack so much in, but at the same time, same time, trying not to overdo it. One day, I swear I'll do a solo trip. <laughs> that being said, the Vegas guys trip was a huge success. Going with buddies who had never been before, I wanted to show them as much as possible without anyone getting burned out. By day seven, they were certainly ready to go home, but they said they wouldn't have changed a thing. Seven days in Vegas is a long time for a newbie. Yeah, oh yeah, I would agree. I, I, I mean, not, not for experienced folks, but for newbie. But again, they're coming. I don't know where all of his friends were coming from, but if they're coming from the same part of the world that he is... It's a long-ass time to get here, so you might as well stay as long as you can. Yeah. After 16 hours of travel, including a painful eight-and-a-half layover at the Calgary airport... Oh, eight-and-a-half hour. Holy shit. That's not what I said? Hour. You just said eight-and-a-half layover. Oh, eight-and-a-half hour. Eight I'm sorry. Hour. No, 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 that's okay. I just wanted to make sure so that the listeners can really appreciate and feel his pain. Yeah. I that's a, like a, that's Jesus a fucking Christ. work day. Yeah. yeah. Just hanging out. At an airport. At an airport. In Calgary. Yeah. yeah. I hope it's a good airport. <laughs> so they arrived on Friday night. I told them I'd reserved an Uber, but had booked a limo, and it was a perfect way to kick nice. off the vacation. Oh, that's great. That's great. Checked in at Plaza for two nights, walked around Fremont a bit, and finished off at the Sand Dollar. That's a good way to start. After a long day of traveling, yeah. Fremont, Sand Dollar, head on up to your room. That's a good deal. Saturday was a full-on Fremont casino crawl. Lunch at Whiskey Liquor Up. Chicken tenders were indeed amazing. Great pick. 
But, <laughs> but why would anyone doubt the culinary expertise of Vital Vegas? Um, wrong podcast. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Quick swim at the Plaza Pool, followed by dinner at Oscars. Nice. I did. You're doing all the, the like, it. star or first... I don't know what I'm trying to say. All the best ones in one day. There we go. The bartender, Chelsea, was amazing and took us back to Oscar's office, and I geeked out over all the memorabilia. Nice. I didn't know he had an office there. I didn't know that. That's brand new information. Now I want to go see his office. <laughs> also saw the behind-the-scenes staff area and peeked in Jonathan, Jonathan Jossel's office. Ooh. Nice. More Fremont Street adventures followed, including turning free play at Plaza and El Cortez into real money. That's, that's the goal, isn't it? Yeah. That's always a good thing. Nice. Relatively early night because we had a day bed booked at Stadium Swim for Sunday. We were there at 8.30 a.m. to watch EPL soccer and then NFL. Amazing experience and highly recommended for sports fans. From there, Uber to Mandalay Bay for two nights. My buddies crashed in the room, so I played some slots using my $100 free play and had wings and a couple of beers at Flanker, the new sports bar. Nice. It was the only disappointing meal of the trip. <laughs> Wings were so salty, I literally couldn't finish them. Wow. The guy next to me also sent his burger back. Couldn't quite hear why. Hmm. See, and you can tell when, when his buddies, uh, you know, crashed in the room and he's still playing. You can tell who's the experienced Vegas are here. Right. Monday was incredible. Two hours at the pool and then a huge party at Rhythm and Riffs for former Raider and Packers legend Charles Woodson's birthday. What? That's Denver. awesome. Yeah. It seemed like half of Wisconsin was in town. Yeah, I remember that time. <laughs> Great atmosphere and camaraderie, though. Certainly not like what I'm used to with European soccer fans. My second game at Allegiant Stadium, and honestly, I know tickets are expensive, but if it's an annual trip like it is for me, well worth every penny. I could see that, totally. We still haven't been to a game. Not yet. It's, eventually we will, but... After the Raiders' victory, we walked up to Brewdog, Burger, and Many Pints on the rooftop, did the roller coaster at New York, New York, and somehow <laughs> made it back to the hotel. Check you guys out. <laughs> I, I should say this this review is a, a few weeks old. Yeah. We, we've had it on the docket, so when he talks about hanging out at the pool, you wouldn't do that now in Vegas. That's Well, well you would at uh, Stadium Swim. Maybe if you're a Canadian, yeah. Um, There's a lot of people there. Well, no, he, he wasn't at Stadium Swim, though. They were down at Mandalay. So. Oh, no, no, no. They were at, Plaza, they were at Plaza when they used the pool. No. That's right. They were staying at Plaza, but they went to, to um, Stadium Swim. They, they rented. Right. No. And you said I was wrong. Yes. I said they were at Stadium Swim. You can swim there anytime yes, you want. Yes, but not, not when he's talking about here. You're right. This time he's talking about being at the pool at um, Mandalay, which is not heated. So you would not want to do that right now. Anyway, we're, we're talking the same thing in just two different yeah, ways. So. Yes, you are. Tuesday, up to the center strip for our last two nights at Flamingo. Both days, we ate at Ocean's One in Miracle Mile. Can't beat their prices, and three cocktails for 12 bucks is the perfect way to start a day. Oh, there's another great one is Blondie's. Blondie's will get you hammered. I've heard really good things about Ocean's One. I haven't done that one yet. No, not yet. A quick tour of Cosmo. I wanted them to have a cocktail at Chandelier Bar, a tour of Bellagio, then dinner, and a Golden Knights game at Peppermint. Oh, so they watched the nice game at Pepperville? Yeah. Okay. Circus Circus visit, which was on their list, 
And before you know it, we're at drink number 15 for the day. <laughs> and walking straight is becoming challenging. This, it sounds like a good trip to me. I, know, I don't right? know what the problem is. You're crushing it. <laughs> Final day. We started at the Flamingo Go Pool. Good vibe, but honestly, the water was so cold. Yes. Any any property that has a waterfall, that pool will freeze. Mm-hmm. I'm used to the icy water of Nova Scotia's beaches, but this was next level. <laughs> <laughs> Lunch at Giordano's at Horseshoe. Deep dish pizza pizza was fabulous okay for the record and i don't like pizza that's not pizza it's, it's borderline lasagna it's a pie mm. it's not it's not pizza anyway but i'm glad you liked it let's just put it there then we got dressed up and went to the mayfair supper club in bellagio i'm so interested in getting dressed up again in vegas you fucking did this shit when we did uh uh lake tahoe i'm like and then we ended up going to your brother's wedding, and I'm like, I could totally rock a tie again. I don't have a problem with this. <laughs> Put on some nice fancy I, dress I, shoes. I have no dress that I fit in right now, so I don't know that I want to do that. <laughs> oh, wait, I get to go shopping. Oh, that sucks. There you go. No, that's not a fun, not a fun no, experience. No, that's true. Nobody ever wants to go shopping because they can't fit into what they've got in their closet. Yes, <laughs> that's true. I, I've often said that one of the best motivators for um, like just being more dedicated to my healthier eating lifestyle and, and actually doing some workouts is uh, going to the going to the mall and trying on clothes that are too tight and being like, okay, I gotta keep going. I gotta keep going. I yeah. gotta, <laughs> well, uh, given that one of us hasn't been working most of the time that we've been here, I haven't been buying new, new clothes, so I don't have that motivating factor. So, yeah. totally different. Uh, second time here and it was just an outstanding experience. Last few hours in Vegas, and one of my buddies was eager to do the high roller and paid for us to be in one of the all-you-can-drink pods. Nice. We lucked out, and we were in the same pod as a bachelorette party from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly won't forget that in a hurry. <laughs> I bet the guys had fun with that. Had a beer and four gin and tonics, plus got one to go. Nice. So pretty sure that's getting your money's worth. <laughs> Dude, it only takes a half an hour. I know, right? Well done, You had a sir. beer... Four gin and tonics, and one to go. You had six beverages in an hour or half yeah. an hour. Ooh. Yeah. Every five minutes, the, you're crushing a drink. Yeah. yeah. My only concern is the bathroom. That's why I never Absolutely. get the all you can drink on that. Makes me so nervous. Yeah. Yep. Final adventure was to walk up to the Venetian and have a drink at the Juliet Cocktail Room. Ooh. It was so busy, so loud, and although the cocktail was amazing. It was a little anticlimactic. Hmm. Maybe we were just burnt out by then. No, I know you what you're think? talking about. I've been in those spaces before where there's just, it's just too much. <laughs> I think um, Juliet is what used to be the birdcage yep. where yeah. the four of us sat. And we only lasted one round there. Oh, yeah. I mean, we really, the four of us plopped down ready to. to we to had, we had, yeah. it was like eight of us or something like no, that. No, it was just, it was the four of us. It was you oh, and I and uh, Tony and Mrs. Yeah. No, I don't know. And we, and uh, we could not. It was it was awful. I, I get it. I get it. Litton, absolutely. It was it's that's too bad. But that's at least bad, especially because for a cocktail room, I want it to be kind of a little more chill. Right. Yeah. I just want a little bit more relaxed right. vibe. I don't want a club Client. lounge. I don't want the yes. oons, 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 yes. in the back of your head all the time. Yeah. Some uh, a lounge you're supposed to be able to, to have a conversation in. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Overall, though, it was a fantastic trip. And as usual, all I can think about is the next one. Thank you for that, Lytton. And I'm sorry it took us so long to get to it, but thank you for your patience. (laughs) 
All right, kids, uh, you want to want to roll into Adams or do you want to save him for next week? It's up to you, Karen. Um, we've only been going an hour. I feel like we could do one more. All right, let's do it to it then. Uh, why don't you uh, share with us a- uh, Adam Hansen's email, please, Karen? Right. Dear gainfully employed Mark, Karen, and Tony. Well, at least two out of the three are. We'll leave it at That's that. Right. <laughs> I recently joined the ranks of the fun employed. So, but what a... So, but... Wow. So, what better way to kick it off than a solo trip to Vegas? I had been to Vegas probably 25 times, but this was my first ever solo trip. Should have reached out. I know, right? Well, he wanted to be solo, apparently. Yeah, right. Went Wednesday through Friday, the week before F1. Oh, that was just last week. I had secretly been hoping that all the negative press around F1 would mean the strip wouldn't be too busy and the table minimums would follow. (laughs) Alas, I was wrong. No, unfortunately, foolish leadership runs things right now. While not completely packed, the strip certainly wasn't, quote, quiet by any stretch. And this was during the week. Maybe the actual week of F1 will be different. No, walking through Cosmo today. $50 blackjack tables. Hmm. Um... The high end, I get why the high end's doing that because they. This they, was on the casino floor. Yeah, I, I it get wasn't that. in the high limit room. That's not. That's not what I'm saying. I said the high end. It doesn't have to be in the in the high limit room. Yeah. No. Landed in Vegas around 8:30 a.m. on Wednesday. Took a quick cab to Luxor. In my opinion, cabs have reemerged as the best option from the airport. Hmm. Shorter walk from the terminal. Don't deal with a pack of people all blankly staring into their phones, figuring out if the most recent car to arrive is theirs. <laughs> there's rarely ever a wait, and there's flat rate pricing, so cabbies have every incentive to get you to your destination as quick as possible. Hmm. Seems like an obvious choice to me. I can't disagree with that. I, I haven't looked into it in a long time, so. No, we haven't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna chime in here. <laughs> I I could not agree with Adam more. He's he is spot on. Hindsight being what it was, I should absolutely have just taken a cab when I landed uh, in Vegas the night that I stayed uh, at, at um, Main Street Station before we float flew to Torino, um, because it took 15 minutes for my Uber driver to arrive where I could have just walked straight out the door and into a taxi cab immediately with no wait. Uh, and he's absolutely right. What a, what a really astute observation to make, Adam. When they flat fee, when the cabs flat fee you, you're absolutely right. They have no incentive to try to long haul you. They want to get you to your destination because they can get another human being then in the car that much faster. I think Adam's spot on with this. I, I totally agree. And I mean, we haven't had to take an uber or car or anything from the las vegas airport in oh almost five and a half years so i'm not as familiar with that (laughs) sorry just rubbing it in thanks i know exactly that was a nice humble brag checked into my room at the luxor yes it's old but my room was comped and wait don't hate on luxor yeah right the the inclinators are so much fun i just love those and then headed to citizen's kitchen and bar at mandalay for a nice breakfast of mimosas and chilaquiles. Yum, yum. Wow, I said it right that time. Nice. Seems like I, I have a, a bad flashback to some point in the show where I could not say that word. I'm not going to try it again because it worked out the first time. Uh, yum. I had a ticket to the 4.30 showing of postcards from Earth at the testicle. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm calling it. So between breakfast and the show, I made rounds at various casinos between Mandalay and the Venetian, playing craps all along the way. 
Most tables were $15 with a couple of $10 here and there. Arrived at the testicle for the show, up about 160 bucks for the day. I don't like the testicle. Not bad. I don't either. I yeah. don't understand why he's calling it that. <laughs> just, I mean, it'd be better if you called it, like, I don't know, the just Armstrong. Call it. <laughs> yeah, it no. Funny if I would no, it, it wouldn't name. be better, Tony. I oh. get the reference, but it wouldn't be better. <laughs> My review of postcards from the Earth show. The show was essentially a nature documentary with a bit of narrative, albeit a bit of a hokey one. There were definitely a lot of oohs and ahs during the show when there were amazing visuals, of which there were many. The seats also vibrated during certain sequences, which was neat. Overall, I'd give the show a 7.5 out of 10. Hmm. Definitely cool, but not mind-blowing. My ticket was 49 bucks since it was a weekday afternoon show. I would say it was worth that price. However... Certain seats and or showtimes are 89 or 109. I would say it would not, in all caps, be worth those prices. I am curious to see what else they do with the venue. There's no denying that the venue is one of a kind. So we shouldn't mention how much you paid for your tickets when you've gone to see the movies. Yeah, I wanted to experience it. <laughs> uh, I had a dining credit to use at MGM Properties, and I wanted steak. Nice. So I headed to Bavette's at Park MGM. Sat in the second bar in the very back of the restaurant. Very neat, dark, steakhouse vibe. Yeah, dark is an understatement. Yeah, it's you, dark you can't that. see the person you're sitting next to in that restaurant. <laughs> I don't know about that, but no, no, that's bad. Well, and he's talking about the second bar, so he's all the way back in like the speakeasy bar, it's the speakeasy bar area. Yeah. yeah, which is where we ate that one time. It, it is. Had a wedge salad and a filet mignon, both amazing. After dinner, I played craps at a few more casinos, giving back most of the 160 bucks I had gained earlier in the day. Next day, I slept in and then resumed playing craps all over the strip. Nice. Couldn't catch a break anywhere, so I decided to switch it up once I got to Venetian and saddled up at the sport, sportsbook bar and played video poker. Didn't do amazing there either, but at a buck twenty-five a hand, according to the bartender, the minimum required to get comp drinks. My money definitely lasted a lot longer than a $15 bet at craps tables while still getting my free drinks. Yeah. With a bartender that is right there versus waiting for a waitress coming. Around. Right. Absolutely. I've said it time and time again. I think the, and I, and I kind of hate even bringing it up, but maybe it's, you know, not really that big of a secret. I think the best play in the casino is sitting and playing video poker. At totally agree. Yep. I, I just I love that immediate instant gratification of getting another beverage as soon as the first one's out um, and and less it's you know you're at Caesars by the way I, I want to time out real quick I do want to go on a little bit of a rant for a hot second um, when when we were in town when I was in town I got to hang out with uh, uh, Jerry Allister and then Mark and I were going to go see the, the, the show at the testicle <laughs> And uh, don't, don't, so don't encourage this. Don't, don't start calling know, it that. Right? We're not, no. not going to brand it that. He, he <laughs> can um, be as angry about it as he wants to. I'm not calling it that. Um, all right, everybody calm down. That's not the point of the story. The point of the story is I told Mark that I wanted to go sit at the new uh, cocktail lounge area that was at Harris because I really wanted to enjoy some of their high-end uh, cocktails before they ine- inevitably, you know, Caesar it up. Right. And I could not for the life of me get that sticking video poker machine light to turn green. It's ridiculous. I I mean, I played and like I I almost played at a speed that was comically fast. 
yeah. right? Like it almost looked like I should be a cartoon character right. at how fast I was playing this video poker machine, trying to get the damn machine light to turn green. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that is that is a bit of a word to the wise listeners. If you're interested in, in having some really nice, to be clear, very nice uh, high-end cocktails, uh, you you got to play just insanely fast. Yeah. And by the time... And, 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 and the worst part was these guys were militant about making sure that the green the, the light was green. So I finally said to him, listen, make me this drink. If I blow through my money and I never turn green, I will just pay for the cocktail. Right. So he graciously did. At least he did do it. Um, and by the time I got my light green, I was down 60 bucks. Yeah, so, it's, it's enraging. Like uh, once I hit like 20, I'm like. I, I haven't earned a free fucking well, beer at this point. And, and Twenty dollars. That was my issue with the carousel bar. Well, that's why we tell people don't go, I, go to the I carousel I won't go. Bar. I won't go. But I have no desire to go back to the carousel. I love the location. I think it's fun. Agreed. But literally, when I sit there and I, 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 forty bucks in, in fifteen minutes. Yep. And I don't get a green light. It's totally kiss not my worth ass. It. Stay, I'm not going back. Stay away from both Harrah's new uh, high end bar and uh, with the. Uh, well, uh, and is isn't the Harrah's high end bar like that's where the um where Buck and Winnie, Buck and used, Winnie to used to be? Didn't you tell me yes. they had like the shittiest video poker game ever? We there? did, but we found uh, some terminals had had okay. more options. All right, because otherwise, yeah, when we first sat down, all they had was Shockwave, and it's it that's absolute shit video poker. No. I'm sorry. Shall we get no, back to uh, Adam's we should, email? We should, we should. But his his <laughs> point is, I I. Very smart, Adam, to just, you know what, give up on $15 crabs, yeah. play a buck and a quarter of yep. video poker. Yep. Uh, went over to the Wynn Sportsbook to watch Thursday Night Football and take a break from gambling for a bit. Nothing special to report. Food was solid, if a bit pricey. But this is Wynn. Continue north to Resorts World, where I finally hit a great table. Nice. Was hitting tons of points, hard ways, and yo's including many bets for the dealers, so myself and the dealers were all having a great time. Also of note, the table was $15 when I stepped up. It shortly increased to 25 but they grandfathered me in and let me play 15 the entire time, which ended up being another two-plus hours after the change. Nice. Kudos to them. Why don't more casinos do that? They do do it with the, uh, with the grandfathering in. They oh, it just... depends on the property. What? what? I've yet to meet a property that didn't grandfather in. But it's such a simple way to earn goodwill from customers. I'm glad you had a good time. I'm glad they grandfathered you in. Have not played a table game at Resorts World yet. No. So, we'll see. I played the NFL game there, and yeah, I was like, all right, well, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else to report. Table started to cool a bit, so I left while still up there and played more craps while heading back south down the strip. Luck turned negative again, but still had a great time. Had a particularly funny group of goofball guys at the Mirage who were there for a bachelor party. We were all joking around and laughing while throwing the dice. Reminded me that while playing craps can certainly be bad for the wallet, the social aspect of it simply can't be beat by any game in the casino. And I say this as an introvert. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. I, I think craps can be easily the most fun game it, that you it play It can in be the most fun, but it can also be... Oh, I guess not the worst. The worst is if you're sitting at a blackjack table and you one of the people is repeatedly. bitching about yeah. however you're playing. That would have been my card. That's the worst. Mm. But, um, yeah, no, when a, when a craps table is fun, it's And that's fun. the high that you're always looking for. Yep. Yeah. You, you're always chasing that dragon when you walk up to a craps table. 
Overall, I ended the trip down a little bit, but nothing terrible. Also, I know it's fashionable to hate everything F1 and to say that F1 completely ruined my trip, but as someone who pretty much walks everywhere while in Vegas, F1 really didn't affect my trip at all. Oh my god, that's what we said. Yep. Just be prepared to walk. Yep. Sure, the grandstands are rather ugly, but that doesn't really affect my trip. I could still get anywhere I wanted to go without any hassles since I was walking. I certainly wouldn't rule out going to Vegas again in the future near the time of F1. Wow. Especially if I get a comped room and food credit like I did this time. Love your guys' show. Keep up the great work. Adam. Thanks, Adam. Wow, that's that's saying a whole lot. You know, this guy was here during the thick of it. And... Well, just last week. So yeah. when everything is up and they're doing the last minute preps, which you know are crazy and everything else. And I, I mean, I agree. I know everybody's cranky about F1. I, the the only people that I think have the right to be cranky are the workers in the casinos that are Inside having trouble track, yeah. getting to and from work. Them, I totally get. Bitch, all you want. Right. Everybody else, it's like, come on, just plan around it. You know what? It's like any, no offense. It's like when there's, we were in Vegas or downtown or on the strip one time when there was a Raiders game at Allegiant. There was a um, Knights game at T-Mobile and there was a fight at MGM. And that end of the strip was just jam packed, crazy, whatever. Okay. It's jam packed, crazy. You figure out ways to get around. If you don't know what's going on, well, that's that's kind of up to you to, to figure out. Right. It's not just, oh, I'm here. Yeah, planning a new trip. You got you to gotta find out what's going on around town. Right. Right. One last observation before I get us out of here. Both uh, Litton and Adam's emails were uh, amazing at how much walking these guys did. Adam talks about twice. He's staying at Luxor and yeah. twice he walked up to the Venetian and win. Yeah. I mean, and, that then, is a- and then Resorts World. Yeah, across the street to Resorts World. Yeah, that that is a haul. But ditto for 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 Litton. Those guys were were all over it, yeah. the place. That, that's listen exactly. If you don't mind the walk, you're going to be just fine during F1. Yep. All right, well, listen, I think we should, uh, that's probably going to do it for episode 364. We should probably get out of here. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. 463, I think. I was going to say, those you said 364. Yeah, I, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> that's not right. That <laughs> 463. Uh, if you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas and get 360 Vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on at zazzle.com slash 360 Vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, much like Linton and uh, Adam did, please shoot an email over to Mark. His email address is 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I'm at 360vegastony. Karen. I'm at 360vegascaren. He just told you where you can find me, so until next time. (laughs) 